0: Simon for News on the White, and we're in Ride at Department at the top of Union Street and along a little bit. And we're with Paul McLaren, Sharon George, and Jerry Plum. And here we are sitting in boxes, well, on boxes, around boxes, of the packing up of Department before the next stage. All well, very exciting. Isn't
1: yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> Well, the packing up is difficult. Uh-huh. Um, so we've been in this building about three years, have we? Feels well, already like a very long time. It's become um already. Right. And so we've, um, yeah, we've done an awful lot in this building. Joe will give you a bit more information about what that is. And, yeah, it's packing all that up now and remembering it all.
0: I guess, yeah, I mean, it was two years ago at Venture Fringe when we got together and... It wasn't known then, you know, it was it was a plan obviously developed in your heads, but the public didn't know about it, so that was good to let everyone know about it, so I thought let's catch up, have a chat about what's happened over the last two years, and what you put on, and what the next stages are. Well, to, to actually be honest with you, we've been packing for ten
2: years, <laughs> there's been no definite... Um, place of abode for all that period of time and we've made do and worked in different locations but when the department came along it seemed to be we could actually uh, call it long-term home but also in that sense we could develop other ideas on on what an active space could be and then we realised it wasn't simply f- just for us alone it was a, a, a kind of range of possibilities. And I think that the more the more we got excited about the possibilities of being in here, we thought of expanding it and including new dimensions.
0: And that was over those ten years you've been thinking about it, but then when you got hold of the building, you're saying you sort of thought we can do more. Yeah,
2: it was never going to be just Shade Makers. It, it was more important as a, as a location for the general population of ride and something that the community could be involved with. I mean, that's the nature of our business with Carnival, but it's not simply Carnival now. It's theatre, it's dance, it's music, it's a whole range of activities. And Mm -hmm. we have a number of CICs in the building now, one of which is the Stitch Department. And I'm sure Joe's going to tell you more about that. But that is something that's been inspired by...
0: um, just simply having space and dreaming of the possibilities. That's interesting, isn't it? That idea of without without a physical building, would these things have come into existence? Or, or it, and, and giving space to people then gives them license, permission, the space to be able to do it. Well, real estate tends to be part of, well...
2: Presume wealthier people's business because then they let it out and they make their profit from it. But we're not necessarily interested in profit. We're interested in the activities which take place within spaces like department that there is no real restrictions on what can be achieved in these places, and we we just see as what we do as facilitating that to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a number of projects which have been born. Uh, from from departments simply because we've 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 wanted to be part of a community we're not we're not community artists as such we're artists who live in the community mm-hmm. and I think that's how we want to approach it we know there are others out there and all we're doing is looking to consolidate and collaborate and in in many ways support other activities which open up town centre spaces mm-hmm. and high streets which are Relatively unused above the ground floor, you know first floors, often uh, kind of mm. like a sad places where life no longer exists.
0: I did an interview last week at um oh no, Wadhams yeah p one Wadhams as it's been called now, and that that's an, another building that's been repurposed and is is bringing life to Newport it seems. The potential there seems big.
1: Yeah, it's, I mean, obviously we saw that and we were going, where well, we'd started our journey when that one started as well. And yeah, it's just great to see that we're bringing the, you know, re- reusing the buildings that have got a huge history in a part of the town as well. So we've gently sort of gone into that with our local community, the same way Wadham's have. But yeah, we're following them and, and it's great to see. And there's lots of examples now all over the country. And it's just really showing people that these buildings, well, a lot of them no longer can be shops. It's just not viable or it's just finding the people who can, you know, do that. But actually it's just creating a new story for those buildings. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're just part of that really. So yeah, we're really lucky to be in the centre of the town i think that's what we find quite interesting because we've only ever really worked in industrial units outside of town Mm. quite urban we were in Roxall for seven years so even though when we did our work we were in amongst the community but when we were making our work we were very um insular really we were just you know our team and everything which was actually great at times but being here we're just you know right smack bang in the middle of everything with a bus stop outside and got a passing lot of people and just with all part of the stories i mean we see the regulars out the window you know we we watch for them we wait for them we see yeah lots of people even though we don't know them we make up our own stories and yeah and just really feel a part of ride now right which is is great yeah, yeah so hopefully i mean you know i think um the response from people has been really good I mean, yeah, everybody would love it to be a Primark, but it isn't going to happen (laughs) because Primark don't want to come here and it's probably too small. But, um, yeah, the uses of the building, even though um, we have, you know, tried a few things, experimented, and I've got to say that I don't think there's anything that hasn't worked yet, really. Um, The possibilities for the building already with what we've done has been really exciting. And in the next year, you know, what's going to happen, you know, hopefully we'll just make it become a part of Ride and the island.
3: I think if you look at those high street projects that are happening and the kind of successful things on the high street are where and things like coffee shops and hairdressers and, and artist spaces where people have to come together to meet and to talk and those spaces, the high streets are becoming those kind of places where you no know, a space out like here can be like a, a town square with a roof for artists. It's that kind of space where you kind of gather, share ideas, g- communicate, meet each other, shout about things and, and kind of have all those really exciting moments where you can't get sat home on a laptop. You have to you have to communicate and meet with each other. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why these kind of projects are popping out, up around the country because for people have realised that... The high street is the perfect place for those kind of meeting, the collaboration and things that people missed, you know, particularly through the pandemic. But just as, as we see our high street shift and change, we want those places where you get that interaction and that buzz and to have creative spaces to be able to do that is awesome.
0: I guess it's that it's taking it back to how it was when people used to live above the shops that they ran, didn't they? Or mm. you know, the, the shops used to be their front front lounge yeah absolutely. people those i um, I remember reading up at many places in Newport that used to have bars and it was just someone's front room yeah and they would open it up so it's that idea of sort of reconnecting the community together and it not just being about what can you buy but sort of in exchange of energy in some ways when your people come here together to exchange energy internally but also people in and out yeah absolutely
3: I think it one thing that's been really interesting and important for this building is the uh, use of the windows as that kind of initial communication when it was locked down, people, you know, couldn't open the doors properly to then have, you know, a, a link and a relationship. But even whilst, you know, we've been preparing to open properly and, and the, our doors haven't always been open, the windows always haven't there's been that kind of connection throughout and one of the most exciting things is when we have artists and residents in those windows who can then people come back and or, you know change their route home so they make sure really the because, right. because they go past because because it's about showing people that bit of the process right. and those artists and residents have been about creating a piece they're not you know the, that's not what they're for they're for artists just to test out ideas to fail to kind of come up with some magic and be inspired by what's going on around them and and just create or test something out that's new and exciting and and that's been really fun for people to be able to walk past and just see people just trying things out and some things go oh that that doesn't look too great Mm -hmm. that actually is a moment of magic or you know we had a a mural artist in who was painting people as they were waiting for the bus stop and then placing their images and somebody spotted themselves as they go they're they're really exciting moments of of interaction that you can't do if you're in you know, an industrial site in the middle of nowhere. And actually having that bit of the creative process visible is really important, I
2: think. Mm. And there have been strategies from town planners to locate artists in certain areas to revitalise the place. And it's often that artists have fa- found the cheapest form of accommodation possible, but what they've done as a consequence is brought a life...
0: Well, look at Chelsea. Place. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, that's yeah, a great yeah. example, Absolutely. isn't it?
2: But even, even in terms of what we do in Carnival, if you think of... The Hunchback of Notre Dame, that took place in a marketplace. It was a King Quasimodo and his Esmeralda as Queen, but this story is age-old. It's about the Forum, it's about... Even going back to Roman civilization. and I always do it, but it's about the Forum, it's about the place where people meet. The marketplace is essentially where life happens. And when you think of Ryde and when you think of other towns and on the island, you wonder... Where would the forum have been? Mm. You know, I mean, we're, we're littered mm. with Roman evidence of existence here, but you yeah. know how would that have worked as a as a functioning society? Mm. And all we're doing is we're, we're we're very lucky to be in this place. And Tim Guy, the landlord, obviously has got very, uh, a very sincere interest in in what happens to this place. And we've always said this this needs to continue. It's nothing that we want to be owners of, we're not benefiting financially from any of this, we're still having to work but what we say is we can find the source to to make an idea work Mm -hmm. and if it works then it can support any other project on the island where people are finding it hard to do their work in terms of craft or creativity or just anything that brings a community together. Mm So it's a dream that, you know, we, we'll continue and we're already on, on you know a very healthy path now because the people that we're actually bringing here with a forecast of what it's going to look like, they're already excited. We've met three young women from Stoke in the last few days who were absolutely fascinated with Ride. They were fascinated with Sandown where they stayed overnight and that's a relation that we're going to be enhancing in the future as well as other Mm. Kind of projects internationally and throughout the country, and basically we we need to open the door not just uh on in our locality but to do it everywhere else in the on the, in right. the country we, right. we we're looking forward to establishing these relationships and networks where we reciprocate with other safe havens of mm. creativity around yeah. the country and these ideas are being passed on through different. Uh, cities and towns that have been part of a a kind of um, levelling up campaign and to try to regenerate ideas and and start moving again so we're very much on that map you know we're very much involved in in that negotiation and we hope that along the way there'll be other people joining us and and supporting what we're doing here. Mm.
0: I mean looking at that that so you had the the view the intention the building and a rough idea then you, forgive me what's the name of the people who are doing the sort of the plan of it
1: Turner Works
0: Turner Works right so they they came down I remember <clears throat> seeing them at an event down here must've been I can't tell time anymore but must've been early on and they they then sort of got their teeth into mapping your vision with against, oh yeah, mapping your vision against what was possible with the building that was here?
1: Yeah, so we, appro- well, we knew we needed a way to explain what we were thinking about the building to others because it's very difficult for people to understand what we've got in our heads. So we haven't ever, I won't personally had any experience of ever working with any architects or anything, but during, well, before lockdown, we were... um Watching in an interior program and so saw a designer on the Cole Turner, and I just liked his approach to what he was doing, really, to his use of materials and just how he was talking to he, to the people whose house he was doing. So I looked him up, and when I looked up the company, uh, their website was very different to any other architects that I'd looked at. And what they said was they work with creatives, they work with communities to to get those spaces that the you know that people want and need, and just you know. Fully support all of that. So we contacted them, and at first they didn't respond, and then they did. And we just were completely honest and said, Look, we've got this building, and it's an old department store, and we want to do something with it. We're artists, but are you interested? And they came back, and then just with talking, they talked with us, they talked with a lot of stakeholders, so Ride Arts, um, ARC. Um, Lots of different people we asked them to talk to just to get an idea of the area, really, the island and just what was happening. And then through a a series of conversations, they then um, came back with an idea, with a brief, with a feasibility study. And it hasn't actually changed since that one. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so it, it was very different to what we expected but with their experience of knowing places and what works, they've got a huge amount of experience of meanwhile places they call it, so it's just usage of of different spaces like car parks and container lands and and everything so with their experience, they gave us those ideas, and yeah, there's nothing. Nothing changed from that original feasibility study. That's mad.
0: I'd have thought bits would have been tweaks here and there. No,
1: it was. We've we sort of put a name to certain areas, but the um, we just said to them, look, what would work? What you know, from everything that you've heard, what do you think would would work in these rooms, and um, and then also knowing what we need. The only difference really is that we have got a smaller space. The shade makers are operating in a smaller space. We're on just on the top floor now, but we could understand why that was done, and and we were happy with that. I mean, we could have used the old building, but we we just felt actually it was it was it was there was more to it. You mm-hmm. know, the building was was um, was going to be better with lots of us involved in it. Really, yeah, and
2: and we we became just very aware of appropriate use of appropriate space. Uh, look, we don't necessarily need that upstairs. Some of the uh, areas which would have been um, workshops for for creating carnival costume just weren't feasible, so we realised that
0: because the scale you needed was well, yeah,
2: obviously there's an ambition for a lot of our work to get bigger and to change the dimensions. So rather than becoming simply parade, it becomes it becomes, um, becomes site specific location. With elements of theatre and performance, so it means that the, we we need to change what the island carnival scene could be, and that is to make people uh, aware that there's a profession behind it that they can enter into that profession, that they can consider it as an art form. Uh, when people people often say to us, "Carnivals fun," and it gets my back, and I just <laughs> well. Let's let's. Continue. It is yeah. a case of you know the, the, we we treat this thing very seriously. So and that wouldn't think...
0: fit within the building. No, so. we couldn't
1: get a float in the building really, no. <laughs> <laughs> or so out of the building so, actually. So, I mean, despite so, yeah.
0: you having put time and energy and everything into this, <laughs> a lot of what you're going to be able to do here isn't going to be done here. You're so do we'll, a we'll different be, yes, yeah. which seems like a pretty big sacrifice.
1: Um, yeah, probably. But we're artists, and for us to create those spaces for other people, is just, you know, it's it, it, and it to has enable to, that to happen. It, we, you know, it's just, yeah, it, it has to be right. Yeah.
2: I, I, I think we've all, we've all come to that r- realization. And if there's any um, benefit from going through a period of lockdown, it's realizing just exactly what your capacities are and to face the world in a very different way. And obviously, in the last week or so, we've had to think of exactly, you know, how lucky we are to be in the facility we we are, and, and, and what that means. You know, what exactly are we going to do with the rest of our time? What are we going to do with all these boxes full of materials? Do they go straight <laughs> onto the skip, or or are we going to reuse them uh-huh. to make costume? It, it, okay. It's it's still in the air, but generally, there's an optimism about. What could happen, and suddenly news seems to drop in the lap of Mm -hmm. Ride, for instance, Mm -hmm. Uh, and whoever you know realizes the the great potential for any amount of support from government. Mm -hmm. Then we uh, we hope that it's a sensible one and that it it does right for the people of this island.
3: Yeah, I think the key with in terms of showmakers in this building is that that ethos of carnival the carnival work still goes through whoever's in this building so everything we've done still has those kind of connections and there's always that element of community there's always the element of of creating and uh, and presenting in kind of really ambitious and bold and um, and bright ways that kind of all of those things that you deliver through what we would create in shade makers still runs through every every part of this building so it's it. <clears throat> may not be present on every single floor but that ethos is and I think that's mm-hmm. really important to the, this whole space that our kind of way of working our collaborative nature our, our the art forms and the kind of uh, community impact that that has it's all really really important and should definitely run through every every element that goes on here so. mm-hmm. and it's been really interesting testing those ideas out from that feasibility study to then have this period of time because there's other places across the country who received the um, same funding as us who then haven't been able to get into their building to test things out and to try things out because of their, you know, because the condition of the building or, or, or for whatever reason. But we've been able to actually look at that feasibility study to then do a number of trial project uh, projects, performances, artists, um, workshops. And get the community in and, and really kind of test and see what this building looks like when it eventually does open. So that isn't a shock, it's just a clear part of the journey that it goes on. And things from that have emerged and you know, we've seen over five thousand people come in is it that many? through the door since opening, which, wow. you know, for a building that hasn't actually been opened, <laughs> yeah. it is pretty impressive. It's good. And and they've they've come for a whole host of things from the theatre performances to um you know music nights to um coming to do workshops or you know create stuff for carnival um artists and residents in the window all sorts of different things uh, people have had those they've engaged you know engages different parts of the community when you build uh, a a place that has is full of different artists mm. there are different entry points for loads of people and there's some you know, even if you look at what Stitch Department do in their kind of after-school free workshops for um, school kids, all the way up to really advanced pattern cutting and uh, and creating fabrics and then being able to offer commissions for artists to be able to do things in the in the fashion show. There's, it, you, there is so many different entry points there, which is really interesting to be able to test out and to be able to kind of engage a whole host of different people to be able to access this for the... For many of them for the first time and when we did a performance of um six uh the musical which was for um teenagers we had in the cast like sharon said then it's the um for many of them this is their first time they've been in this building and so lots of people come into here and tell us about like we're sat in the what's the cafe now they talk about coming to the coffee bean. they talk about coming to buy their wedding dress here and they talk about these things this next generation, they're gonna their talking point, their their memory of this space is coming in to do six, right. is coming in to watch a performance, is coming in to, to learn how to sew. And that's a really exciting mm. shift and change for the life of this building. And they can, you know they can have a chat with members of their family about how they've interacted with this building over mm. time and it's new and it's fresh and it's exciting and it keeps on going. Which I think is um, a really important part of the future of what we do here is is being able to kind of inspire lots of people in loads of different creative
0: ways mm. and have a thread running historically through
3: yeah absolutely and that heritage stuff is really important we've we're literally <coughs> lifting out floorboards and literally finding you know interesting artifacts and all sorts of things throughout the history of this building there's always been makers on this site it runs through everything and we we and not just coming in and bulldozing everything. We're celebrating that heritage of this building. But also acknowledging that it needs to be a state-of-the-art facility for the future. For us to be able to create amazing work. So it's it's that balance of those two things. And I think that's really, you know, it's an exciting journey for it to go on to be able to yes we know where the history of this you know the fashion shows a prime example of that to be able to uh, you know celebrate the heritage of of fashion shows in this building but also kind of do it uh, do it our way with a fresh take on it and and something exciting that kind of celebrates those amazing people who work in in those industries um on the island
0: i mean we've been to quite a few of the things that are here and it's just there's different bits different corners different ways of using the building. It's been really creative, just in the in the spaces that are used. It's sort of, it seems like you've got a list of which corners haven't we used yet well, and how can we get to use them?
2: We, we don't know what the possibilities are yet. We're waiting for people to come in and make suggestions because they'll see it in a very different way. I mean, we've always maintained that this... Like it's always been as a place of manufacture. It depends what people consider manufacture to be. We see it in the arts and in the culture and 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 developing skills. But uh, you know, the, the fact of the matter is that it has to have a a kind of fiscal sense to it. it. It has to it has to pay the way. And you know, as artists, we 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 earn money. That's that's mm. what we do. You know, that's that's the business and we wouldn't be prescribing it to anybody else to do it for free or to do it to volunteer or whatever even though that's a great possibility but the, the fact of the matter is there needs to be business around this mm. and in a way everything that happens the cafe is obviously one of those areas which will develop there may be projects that come from the cafe about learning to cook about people who need that company that gather together it's just i mean that was just off the cuff mm, but, mm. but it's a means of actually um using space that's not that's you know formally redundant and and you know wherever wherever there's a solution you know then throw the problem at us <laughs> 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 it's a good way of approaching. i mean I,
1: I think the reason we do explore the building and try different things is because that's how we work that's how our minds work so we just see exciting things don't we and there's nobody really stopping us from doing it right so which is quite good where sometimes we're sort of like oh my god we're we going to do that but especially like yeah with the Frankenstein we did all the immersive entrance, did yeah, we and, and did all different things and the fashion show yeah to get that right I think was really important as well but but yeah just saying about the cafe so when we put that in the plans it was a cafe but we said straight away we don't want it to be just a cafe so then we were looking at a cookery school then how can we do that? I've been following a model that's happening in Brighton at the minute where they do they bring in uh, chefs from different restaurants in Brighton that come and show people how they make things so we're looking at sort of you know what what can we do that's a bit different really mm-hmm. because that's how we think and then also we're looking at doing like immersive sort of meals aren't we based around like theater production that then you're sitting down and eating as well so Everything in the building, really, we look at ways that it can all sort of interlink with each other. And I think that's what's really important about what we do. And the team of people that work in here all have the same ideas. So everybody just slots in in different areas. So we've all, you know, yeah, we've all tried different things. I mean, you know, I've learned how to run a bar. I know I was actually pulling pints on Saturday, which was (laughs) great in the boojums to learn how to do that. Um, And... Yeah, so we're all, I mean, we're all learning new skills as well, but I think you have to now, Mm -hmm. you have to be flexible. One of the things that um, was said to us very early on, um, we had a a, a meeting with a consultant from Real Ideas in Plymouth, and they were talking about the buildings that they've done over the past 10 years, and they said, you've got to be so flexible, your spaces have to be flexible, so don't put any hard sort of stuff in, really. And she said, if they've learned anything, that's what, you know, one of the things the you know, bits of advice they were given us. And so that's something that we've really kept in mind. Mm. So every space we've looked at where we can sort of maybe alter things. So even the front reception, now we're, you know, how can we move, bring in furniture that then we can move out of the way? So things on wheels, right. um, how can we use it doubly? You know, so can we sort of slot things together? And again, what's quite Unusual about our team is that the amount of different skills. So, we've got joinery, we've got welding, uh, we're used to sort of uh, thinking how things go together to fit in lorries and everything. So, that's what you know, that's really how we're putting the old building together. So, it, you know, so really, we don't have to say no to anything. As mm. you know, I mean, we haven't up to now. I mean, we've sort of tried most stuff. I mean, I'm sure there will be some limits because we, we've only got certain sizes of rooms. But what we're hoping is then you know we can act as a bit of a pilot so you know somebody can come and do something in here in the barn or in the in the rehearsal room or in the podcast and then can take that out into a bigger space where they can trial it Mm -hmm. um that's a key bit of the right
3: uh, like the um mantra of what we do is is to dream big and it's the idea that this is an incubator space and things an idea starts here is tested out and then can grow and go to other places across the island and, and beyond. And I think that's a really key way of of looking at it, that we don't just want things just to kind of do something that then just dies here and that's mm-hmm. it and never moves on. It actually, you know, it's an encouragement, that spark of the idea in the initial phase. And when um, we first talked about putting on performances and stuff here, he said that this you know, when you go into that bar I and mean, when you go into this space, it should feel completely different every time you go into it. Mm-hmm. And that is something that we, uh, like, initially we were like, well, how is that actually going to be able to happen? But actually every time, so far, it has felt completely radically different and you enter those spaces and it has a different buzz and a different vibe about it each time because of the design choices we make and working with all, you know, our technical partners and all the different things we've done. It's been really... um exciting to test out and to try because then it, whenever you come into this building it is unexpected it is different and there is something about it so it's, you don't have that kind of nothing feels stale or the same mm-hmm. we're always always testing and being that incubator starting point is always going to continue to be exciting it should always be challenging right. fresh frequently. blood the whole time so, yeah
0: yeah i don't know that about the incubator side that's really interesting and the, the idea of stimulating and going forwards from there. Two things that stick in my mind of of theatrical performances and experiences that you've never had. You know, people think of theatre as sitting down in chairs and watching a stage, don't they, ahead of them. But um, Ride Boys uh, in the back, I, I don't know, it's called The Barn, the bit, the, the bit at the back, was fascinating to have me sitting there kind of in a pub, you know, because that was the way it was staged, but they had other bits in it as well. And you being in the middle of the performance was was interesting fascinating. And then the one that was, I forget the, the name of the farce. One Man, Two Governors. One mm-hmm. Man, Two Governors, yeah. And then using, the, the actors using bits of the building to sort of hang off. And mm. it was just, yeah, it's, it's interesting to see that theatre doesn't have to be what people always perceive it to be. And that must open it up for lots of people to get involved. Yeah, absolutely. Not just on performance, but coming yeah. to
3: watch. And I think it is about making it. Well, I said earlier about that kind of shademaker's ethos going through that idea of kind of immersing yourself in carnival. That fe- that say that essence, that feeling, is the same thing that, right. in the same way that we create that performance. It's about the audience experience. It's about going in somewhere that you feel like it doesn't have any of those boundaries of a kind mm. of traditional restrictions of a traditional theatre space. That you can go in, it can feel more like a pub, it can feel like a space that is just you know is pop up and exciting. Mm. And and then we can just play, and and you know we play with the space and the surroundings, and the fact that you're in you you we really immerse you you into those worlds is. Um, it's the kind of work that I really like, but I think it just means that people can get... There's a really simple, basic access point to it that you don't feel like it. There's no kind of pretentiousness about those the space and what we're doing. We are literally... There was one woman who came to see One Man who so just couldn't stop laughing at the fact that that she was in Elizabeth packs like it just <laughs> blew her mind that she was just every now and then that this was just happening in the shop window right and whenever we've done those kind of things everyone kind of has that reaction um, to the, that they can't really believe where you are in, in this space which is interesting mm. and then and you know complete transformation of those different worlds all the way through you know everything we've done from doing you know a, a uh musical which is a big challenge to do in the in the space in the traverse with just two people in a band it sounds amazing in that you know the sound is incredible in that in that barn but also the other challenges of you know doing a large car show or, you know doing youth stuff. It, the audiences have been so varied at every single gig as well. Sh- Sh- Sharon can uh, give you insights into, into their drinking habits, but <laughs> they're very different because they are very different audiences in every different place we go to, and that, uh, you know, every different show we do. And that's, that's really important because then you're bringing more of the community together. There are core people who will then go and see things that they probably wouldn't have actually seen before because they've seen one thing, then they're keen to come back and go and explore something else, try something different. And it's really interesting to see that variety of audience again.
1: I think that's what's been really interesting about this building is that people will come into this building because it's a department store, it's a shop, so it's got very, as Paul said, a very soft threshold, Mm. and that's where I think it's really successful. And people know it, so they feel safe in it, so they're not too worried, so they'll come in and experiment. And, yeah, when you look over what we've done over the past 18 months, we've had, well, all kinds of events in here. I mean, you know, every kind of sort of play. We've had Val Pedro, we had a full Mexican night. We've had all the sewing. We've had the fashion show where we had models with tattoos, which apparently had never happened in this building before. (laughs) So they wouldn't have been allowed uh, with the wedding dresses on. Um, And I think the audience feels safe to come in here. The ticket prices are reasonable, you know, the you know, we make them affordable and that's what we want really. We really want people to just enjoy the arts. And um I've seen with just running the bar, the it is a real mixture of people that are coming in. I mean this, you know, I mean Joel's fantastic with what his vision, you know, with his, you know, experience and just the fact that he will experiment and he will try something out new, which a lot of people with, within a theatre space would probably either get nervous at doing or wouldn't be allowed to do because of, you know, how that theatre's run and everything. And, you know, we've just, you know, supported Joe in whichever way he wants to do things, you know, with and with the team of people that we've worked with in festival environments as well. But it's interesting, we, re- we just took a... Um, a group of people from uh, that have been involved with Stitch to the V and A, and we had somebody with us out of seven people that had never been to the V and A, and that's what you've got to remember. Like the Saturday Club when we were doing with all the youngsters that they, they were coming here, and we were doing that. And we took them up to we took them up to the V and A to see another exhibition. We took them up to London and again. They hadn't all experienced that, and so you know from them being in here, which they feel comfortable and. um and safe really for them for us to suggest to go elsewhere then mm. you know they, they will they will come with us or hopefully we can encourage them to then go, go and look at you know other pieces one of the really important things that we're going to have downstairs on the reception area is that will be a full culture desk so we will promote everything that's happening on the island or south coast or wherever that is linked to you know to to the arts or culture Mm -hmm. in any which way whereas we've lost all our tourism boards um we're putting that in in the front there because we just think it's important that we're supporting all of that Mm -hmm. and 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 everybody that's doing everything else so you you know we were hoping that we're going to get people on the front desk there that are really interested in in just talking to people and when people come up to and say what's happening this weekend you know they can reel off the numerous things, because the island is so full of creativity mm-hmm. and so much happening. Um, so that is one of the important things. I don't think a lot of people know we're doing that as well, so that's going to be one of the There are, of course, areas.
2: agencies which do report on arts and culture on the island, namely yourself, <laughs> so we'll not forget that. Yeah, it's very well and maybe there's a possibility for you to be very much involved in the podcast facility that we'll have here, but that will be a relationship between all the representatives of... of culture and arts organisations throughout the island, which is very important because we're now going into a phase where the mm-hmm. the um, cultural Collective are now developing the cultural strategy for the island. And as artists, we need to have a say in that. We also need to inject ideas which haven't formally been thought about from local authority because they've never had to do it. Mm-hmm. And in a way, we have an ongoing debate with the Arts Council. All the CICs in this building have had support from Arts Council. Shade Makers are a national portfolio organisation of the Arts Council. But what we hope to do is with the increase in numbers of NPOs on the island, there are of which five, that what we will do is we will start to coordinate activities between each other and support structures uh, become become possible. One of the ideas that's been mooted recently in a relation with Moncton Arts and uh, Jenna and... um, uh, Everyone else there. The team there. there. Um, There's been a discussion about Cross Street being uh, a location for a culture mile. So it means that buildings right down at the Moncton Arts and through Vectors House, uh, Gardens, Depository, this place, the town hall, and right. what could potentially be the uh, West Bank, if that's uh, the sort of Museum of Modern Art, who knows, <laughs> uh, that this would become an activity which, which enhances that culture tourism. Right. This is a place where, obviously, what we do in terms of carnival going up and down from north to mm. south, there's uh, an access from east to west, mm. which is a place where those buildings could be best uh, suited to cultural yeah. activities. So that's a, a kind of general plan which hopefully will uh, be realised in the, in the future. But, of course, we're now on the verge of this building being developed. And when it opens, hopefully it doesn't change a little bit of the spirit that's, that's already here. We quite like the... Um, The shaggy dog element of it, but uh, (laughs) but in a way, we don't want that to be lost. There are people who visited the chap, um, Joe McGrath in London, who does the Kit Kat Club, saw this place and was very keen on it staying in its state. And we said, no, we can't have water coming (laughs) down the walls. So there are, you know, there are there are Uh things about it which are just, you know, they'll just be part of our memory. But obviously it has to be suitable for use and be safe enough
0: for the public to use well let's let's go on to that talking about the the next stage now I just wanted to touch on the thing that you touched on before and I think it's worth pointing out or restating that I, I think it's interesting you brought up the sort of the commerce side of this stuff has to work financially and the stimulation of artists carrying out work it It is an income-generating business for people in, in a small way. I know some artists don't like to think of what they do as, as business-related, but there is an economic growth and, and part of that where each of these individual people are potentially supporting themselves, supporting their families, having larger support through artistic means. So I think it's important for people not just to think about it in, oh, you know, these people off... Having fun being artists. There's money involved, and 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 it can it can be a stimulation for the economy on the island. Absolutely, and
2: as we've said before, you know we work for money. Uh, it's not, there's nothing ruthless about it. We don't necessarily make profits. We don't take profits home. What generally happens is that money goes to support other activities. A lot of money is invested in the materials we use. Um, obviously we insist that artists are paid for their work uh that we employ or we are engaged with and we cannot advocate to anyone who we will put through a training workshop or any kind of workshop we cannot suggest to them that you can do this for nothing and there's a cost to be paid you know we have to know what our prices are and so many artists don't know that i mean I, I, i'm talking at the the semi amateur end of that that people will have that interest and they all have them elements of creativity but it can't be done without considering how much it costs to fill a dustbin for instance uh-huh. and have yeah. that empty yeah. you are part of a yeah. you know you're part of an organism and you know and we see our role as part of the vocational environment you know it is something that that we do um to make a living, and that um, money's
0: passed around the community, the Isle of Wight community as well, isn't it? Well, I think it's really, <coughs> I think that's really important, and,
3: and like as a big, a big part of the cultural development of the Isle of Wight now is that is aspiration being a huge like uh, uh, as a huge barrier to to any of that progress, and we need to be more ambitious and th- and, and and show people, particularly young people, that you can. Do this you can be an artist make a living and live on the isle of Wight. and i think those three things have been things that people don't think can work in a, in a line and and being right on the high street with a building full of artists who can prove that point is a really big stepping stone to to kind of showcasing that this is a you know it's a viable career it's something if you want to do it, you can pursue it it's difficult it has its challenges but it's a hundred percent there. We're a, we're a building full of people who can support other people to be able to achieve those things. I think that's really really key because the arts council and and the government can spend as much money as you like on buildings and say and you know and and put us call us a priority place and do whatever. But unless we're supporting those people and the artists to create that work, then it doesn't matter. This building would just be an empty another empty building on the high street. It has to be about getting. A space for those people to be able to create their work, make uh, their money, and be able to live off what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And we know that there's an economic impact that this building has on on right. You know, w- when we've been doing the shows, um, we've been surveying people to look at um, uh, what their what their spending habits have been before the, you know coming to th- coming to watch the performance, and they're going out to spend. I th- the average is about sixteen pound as an additional visitor spent, so that looks at the uh, cost of the going out for a meal, having a drink after the show, going uh, you know paying for a babysitter, mm-hmm. um, getting public transport to get to the building. It has a knock-on effect. You know being able to create the work isn't just about insular looking inwards at those um, you know artists being able to get paid properly, but actually has a big impact on this on this whole town, the island age in general. I think um, both of those things are really, really important. You know, the culture pound is is clearly something that the government are thinking about and are investing in. You know, projects like this because they know it's worth. It's also really important that those people who everyone else is benefiting from are also paid properly and, and uh, are given the kind of correct status. Mm-hmm. I think there's, there's something really exciting about being able to have that building full of people where you know that loads of people are going to look around and they're going to see the shop next door and go, yes, I could be a florist if I wanted to, or I can be a dressmaker if I want to, or actually I can also be an artist if mm-hmm. I want to. And it's it's as important as any other street the, uh, job
2: that is provided
3: on the high street. I think mm-hmm. it's really, really key.
2: And one thing that's never really considered and it is a kind of pet hate of mine, that there's no real protection for artists' welfare in this country. Uh, all the European countries do have health insurance schemes, Specifically for artists because of their unusual working conditions um, you know you, you, healthcare in terms of teeth and eyes are, are very important, if an artist loses sight then it, it mm. actually affects their career but mm. that can happen in so many different circumstances and there are no real guarantees beyond what's available as an ordinary citizen through the A- NHS and so mm. forth but um, yeah we, we we're in we work in, in certain conditions which aren't necessarily to, to the best of our uh, health in terms of wearing costume down the road, for instance, and the an idea that you're just um, some commodity that can be pushed aside or even attacked from an audience. I know it's going into a, diff, a very different realm right now. But, yeah, that, that there's it's not... I would like to say there's an amateurish element to it. Uh, and I certainly know that at the bottom end of the scale, that's where carnival exists, that at the top end of the scale. Obviously the film industry and television has protection, its members of unions and trades are, are, are protected. Um, and we have to consider when people are embarking on a career in the arts, that there's the right backing and information there available. And it's buildings like this that can provide that even if it's just a source of information to find out where that's coming from i mean not many people know that uh, there is a design and artist copyright service which will help you protect your the copyright of your work up until 50 years after your death you know how many times have images been taken and used in in contexts where you are not knowledgeable or you've you've actually been exploited by someone in a magazine I know this is a very extreme situation but why aren't the places where that kind of information is available that's what this right. building offers us in in, in one sense because it's not it's not a, a range a job. of expertise well it's it's, it's yeah. something that we wouldn't personally do but it's something that that well i, I recognize and i'm sure others do that there's a need for these kinds of facilities and services available. Mm -hmm. I mean, it it could potentially be that when people come to visit us in the department that we're telling them about some cultural activities going on in the island because there certainly isn't a tourist information office capable of doing that. Mm -hmm. One of the tricks that we played in the past when uh, we were uh, arranging a carnival was to phone up the town's... Um, tourist information office to ask for information Ah. of the organizers and if they didn't tell us we would give them all the information they needed but Mm. it was a case of saying you know you've got to be proactively engaged in developing the support structure for your for your business Mm. anyone else will get it the government would have handed out information and support to agencies if they're digging up roads some yeah. support for it if it's any other form of industrial business yes and we're part of an industrial business which is one of the gross national products of this country mm-hmm. if you think of music if you think of computer work if you think of all those industries that the rest of the world benefits from
0: it's a massive mm-hmm. massive a, a indication of what arts can do that is that great sort of interaction of everyone learning from each other as well of People with experience learning from younger people of stuff that maybe isn't isn't widely known as well. There's that great interaction. And when you, were, Joe, were you talking about what the building would do? I was thinking in my head there's a, there's these blocks around the island. So there's Brave Island uh, being run by Venter Exchange that's getting young people experiences like you were talking about of getting involved with. Hey, look, there's a potential here of work of this this. Uh, ex- you maybe you don't want to do it but just explore why not go off the island have a look at stuff and then there's people working here and also i guess also the isle of white creative network fits in with that as well that those people can then network across the whole of the island as well
3: yeah and i think it's important uh to kind of understand the the whole of the uh, kind of cultural ecosystem and where each of those organizations sit within it and i think we talked recently with the with um Moncton asked about, uh, you know, and other artists uh, based organisations in, uh, in Ride to start off with. that, that it, uh, It's not competitive in any way. Mm-hmm. So, those, uh, an organisation and another organisation, you can build a theatre next to another theatre. It doesn't mean that those two theatres are in competition with each other. It just provides more things right. for people to do. And there aren't, you know that we we know there are less venues there are less spaces than there used to be the population of the Isle of Wight hasn't changed so the the myth that you know you're to be stealing some people away from somewhere else is is a load of rubbish and actually all of these spaces are really crucial and important to each other and we all know where we you know we're kind of we're finding our way but we know where we sit within that mm-hmm. and for this space to be that kind of incubator space where those big ideas are we get really excited the thought that shows can go from here to other to other places on the island. To, you know, like, um, we all went to go to Ven- uh, uh, Fringe for different events. We love the fact that you can go, and, and uh, as a performer, as an artist, os- like, I love the fact that we can go, I can go and do a performance over there. And it feels really exciting. There's a real kind of buzz about it. And the same way, we're going to do a show in um, Shantleaf Theatre next year. So, you know, it's really important for us to be able to use all those exciting spaces because we know what 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 fits, we can create a show that going kind to of be would be perfect for that environment. The same way that we can go and tour the island to different um, carnivals and events. That whole ecosystem is really important. Everyone supports each other, and we all kind of build up to do it. Things like the island collection and the creative network have been really helpful in being able to shift, um, shift some of those attitudes and make sure we we are working collaboratively. And we're actually, you know, we went to the theatre one the other day. with room full of theatre makers, professional theatre makers on the Isle of Wight, looking at each other, possibly for the first time as a collective, which is really exciting, and being able to get that support and be able to chat to each other. We hope this building is one of those places where everyone can get together and kind of spark those ideas and kind of have those chats that becomes that forum and that town hall where you can... One of those key things on our you know dream big and, and perform and, and exhibit and uh, one of those things is exchange sk- exchange skills and, th- and that exchange is really really important to, uh, to everything we do here that to be able to go to a cafe where someone who works as a as an artist here and uh, you know upstairs is bumps into someone who's a dancer who's rehearsing in the studio who bumps into somebody else who has been making costumes and stitched upon and together and suddenly they've created a performance that's happening in two weeks time like that's really really interesting and those Mm -hmm. things have happened already we've had people in the window who make you know a really exciting interesting work who get to start having conversations with people who they may never have spoken to they just stay in their village and their hub Mm -hmm. and the more we all get out and we experience all these different places the better it will be for for all arts on the
0: island and that's where you get really exciting moments Mm -hmm. That's that's a great point to then talk about what's next. So we're we're sitting among boxes. <coughs> you, you've oh. had a good good while packing. What what's what's the next big thing that's happening?
1: Uh, well, work wise is getting this building, and the construction going. So we we're a little bit short of money at the minute, so we're just going to find a little bit more. But we're in stage five, so. Um, That's one of the biggest um, tasks that we've got at the minute, is just to really just get that over the line. We're not far off um, on that. And then work-wise... Well,
2: uh... practically, some of these boxes will end up over the road at number seven. So anyone wishing to uh, make contact, uh, that will be the new office in the interim. What's number seven? The old Christmas shop um, opposite to... It was the original carnival office back was in the day it? from Victoria's reign yeah, rain. yeah it, that was where right business, business so in the doctor of...
3: okay stitched apart and all the others because uh, like because the you know, Makers are off, so running this building but within it there are four CEIC so that, that whole collective have also got to find homes right during this time when they're built
0: so they're going to be in at seven as well or are they going
3: to yeah okay and then yeah, we, when we do, disappear. Uh, when, do, when does the, the
0: work again? start on the building then?
1: Um, hopefully in the next month or so, hopefully. Right. Yeah. So the con- the contractors, um, so the procurement's done, yet yeah, the work will be done by other um, white contractors, so the money stays on the island, which is great. and. Um, yeah, so we we needed a place where we could have an office space and still be visible, and we felt it was really important to be visible still in Ride and certainly on this street. So then Stitch or carry on all their workshops because there's been lots of um, community workshops and and didn't want that to end. Really, it gives a base for horse horse box to carry on. Ride Arts, um, shed makers will do a little bit there, but we'll we've got our storage of in Cow, so we'll. Continue working over on that, working on a new set of costumes at the minute, and for um, the theme that uh, we started this year, we've got an exhibition at the Key. Yeah,
3: so yeah. In, in terms of shape makers, it's a really exciting year because we're, we're working on the theme of Ad Astra. Um, looking at flight and to the stars and wings, and so um there's a an exhibition at um the Key Arts, December to February, which is a really great exploration of that theme. And then the Shanka the Theatre show is also based on the theme, and the Carnival throughout the summer is also based on that. So, really, kind of looking at it in, of looking at the art form from three three different, completely different mediums, mm-hmm. and so people can get right up close and explore uh, how these costumes are made in the exhibition, look at the spectacle in the theatre production, and then experience it on the streets um, in the Carnival. So. I think it's a really great... We can kind of explore how we can look at this and, and what we do in that time whilst we're away as well. So this, it's... Um, yeah, it should be quite exciting as mm. we go. And a nice move and shift because we spent a lot of time working on the Jubilee project and it took up a lot of time and we, and we were able to celebrate that this year and showcase that in exhibitions. and Yeah, and that award. was another great... It's nice to be able yeah. to kind of continue using some of those things but also moving on and, and explore what theme... Uh, and, and and areas come next
2: mm-hmm. So developing relationship with three of the Ireland carnivals um, there was an opportunity last year to invite two organisations Nutcut and uh, Connecticut Blocko it was this year yeah that's what I mean I mean, last occasion. <laughs> <laughs> the last oh, time, okay. Matt, the last time yeah. we were yeah. out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we had yeah. Connecticut
1: Block, come down, which are a youth band. So youth, brass and dance and, um, and drums, drums, isn't it? Yeah, ground, and yeah. they came down and then Nutcut as well. So mm. we can get more sort of visiting groups, really. Mm-hmm. And we're really careful about who they are. So really, we want them to enjoy the island, but obviously also want to inspire the audience to maybe look at the conference and get involved as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So
2: maybe even ask questions. That we're (gasps) always prepared to answer, Uh if we can. Um, But that's a great opportunity at the Key Arts this time, because we will be available. Uh, All the members will be invigilating and being able to pass off very accurate information about (laughs) what what the theme's about. Uh Um, Yeah, but in a way... We need to, we need to have that relation with these different art forms, so people can see the adaptability of of what can and it, well, in fact, mimicry and masquerade what that represents mm. in in different formats.
3: And I think it's nice to build those relationships with the other arts organisations on the arts. It's been really nice to be able to have that um, link and to be able to chat more with those um, you know, with the key and with Fentner and all sorts of all the different arts organisations, because you know, when the building is open, we hope that we don't retreat to this sure. to this space, and we continue to do things uh, right across the island. And we hope that there's that real sense of collaboration that runs all the way through. So it's been it just because we're not in here hasn't actually f- felt like we're desperately like seeking other places. It's, Things have just cropped up as they as they would do, which has been really nice mm. to be able to do, and something that we'll definitely want to continue as we go because it's um we shouldn't all be gatekeepers of our little villages, but actually just mm. more more interaction collaboration.
1: Well, we've done lots of outreach this year, haven't we? Uh-huh. We've worked with the Sandown Brownies, National Trust, WI. WIs, WIs, um, oh yeah, about twenty different volunteer organisations that came in and we were trying to find a way to work with them so we worked with them um, with Community Action Sandy organised us doing all the flags and we um, yeah so I think it was more than 20 different organisations that came in and then we went out to them as well didn't we?
3: A lot of people have taken part in Carnival for the first time because of those projects and those like you know, those access routes and then we've also been working with those three Carnival companies so Carnival associations to be able to make their Parades more accessible, and you know we can use that expertise to support the volunteer organisations who run those kind of incredible um, historic events across the island. That to help kind of ensure that it keeps going and challenging them to, to make make the events more accessible is one really great step towards that. And mm-hmm. so, you know, we're not ever just insular and thinking about what's happening here. We're constantly thinking about the whole. Um, of the work that's happening right across the island, and how we can all make this uh, make arts carnival and um, any other art form as, as accessible and as interesting, vibrant as exciting as possible
0: mm. you mentioned moving back in here when when do you think the building will be finished? Is there a timeline
1: um, probably autumn twenty four maybe that's not long, it's, it? not long. it's not long a year yeah we had a slight panic when we got the uh, timeline back from the contractors because it was a lot earlier than what we thought
0: <laughs> yeah. you said the money so, would yeah. have run out by then anyway
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah so that sort of shocked us a bit but probably that's mad to it think is. this would be done in a year. Yeah, less than a year they would think. Well, wow. it's, it's an interesting project because it's a very soft touch project. So we're not really we're not taking down any walls. Right. We're not we're not altering a lot because of the heritage of the building as well. So we're the the biggest job will probably be the roof, and just because of where the building is is situated, that we haven't got access all the way around the building that's that easy. The front. That's a huge piece of work to get the front, obviously, all done. Mm. Um, but inside, there's not a lot of changes. So the the main staircase, putting the lift in, but everything else sort of comes in sort of a pod way, really. But it is a very light-touch building. Mm. So we're bringing all the accessibility in, all these, like I said, the lifts, and, and just levelling out all the floors, and bringing in disabled toilets, mm. and the toilets, moving them to the ground floor, and all things like that. But then everything mm. else will be sort of roughly you Know we'll look as it is mm. also because we haven't got enough money for any fancy finishes, <laughs> <laughs> so that'd be better, yeah. And I'm so shocked at how much interior doors cost, anyway, that we shouldn't have any doors because <laughs> cost a fortune, uh-huh. but um, yeah, so it's so it shouldn't be that long. So hopefully, by the end of 24, certainly it's got to be open by spring 25, okay. And we 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 will do a we'll 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 do a big opening, so we've just got to plan out what that is. Mm. I've had a few ideas, but everybody's just looked at me and gone, "Oh." I'm (laughs) I'm
2: eager to get a mask ball going and running a Kuiper in your bar. But the population will grow, because we'll hopefully have artists based in the studios here Mm-hmm. We'll also have staff downstairs dealing with a desk. Yeah. So you know the doors will be open as much as possible. So yeah. It, oh yeah. A... When
1: the the funding for the building, so the funding that came from DCMS, which was Cultural Development Fund, was a particular funding that was quite unusual when it was released. So you had to sort of just apply for it. It wasn't. It was, and um I think we're on round four now. Um, and that was all about economic impact, right. which was kind of interesting because we normally come at it from a social impact, mm-hmm. so we had to make the case for the economic impact, mm-hmm. uh, which we did. And uh, we did that in uh, uh, 2020, so it's it's interesting reading back at what we put, and now we're we're just doing a new business plan. And because we've done all the work through the last sort of 18 months on the different events and everything... It sort of all stacks up, actually. It's, it's, it's quite good. But we're now we're looking at staffing and everything. So, yeah, we've already created three new full-time jobs. And then, you know, the, the, the work and the money that's come through the building and the money that we've raised through grants for artists and everything is quite a substantial amount. So that's really good. So we're proving that the economic impact is there, which right. is really important that we carry on with that. And really, we need that evidence because we need the evidence to go to government. We need the evidence for our local council to say buildings like this are so important. You know, we need one. You know, we've got Vendor that needs to be invested in. You know, got the like you said, the new buildings in Newport, they need to be invested in and supported. And it would be great, you know, to have, well, we've got the town hall in Sandown again to be invested, but also supported. People need to support it, yeah. really. Otherwise, you know, it's hard for the people to do it because... One of the interesting things from this building is that everybody thinks Shared Makers has received two million. Do they? Yeah, and what? I can assure everybody, Your don't look bulging. Like we... No,
0: no we all the the
1: the, um, the the funds actually have gone to the Alawite Council. None of the money comes directly to us, and in fact, we're adding to it all the time and 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 still fundraising to bring that money in. But the, the you know when you look at this project. There were seventy eight people applied for that funding through the country and we got into the final twenty-eight. Um, and then we were one of the seven that was picked. And that was really on the report that we did and the importance of, you know, buildings like this within our community. So it just shows that the support is there if you apply for it, you know, nobody's going to give you anything, but mm-hmm. we you know, we've done that, and I think the island now sees that. Anything's possible, really. and that's what we say. We can
2: do it. Anybody can do it. <laughs> well, you know, I, I no, I I would say that there's there's other other momentum going there. I mean, if you consider that shade makers have been going for over thirty years in different countries, and have settled here and have been part of a another kind of d- development that's brought together different organisations and then you consider that in the recent weeks that there's been this announcement of 20 million for ride we would be very surprised of an independent organisation which has received that amount of support from the DCMS uh not to be involved in any discussion on cultural needs of the town uh and we would Way to. Yeah, I think hear the details
0: that are yet to emerge, really, aren't they? It's sort of being fleshed yeah. out. Yeah,
2: well, we, we offer our services with yeah. the expertise that we've already gained
0: over these uh, few years. Yeah. It's up to 2 million a year over 10 years, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I think a lot of it's infrastructure and that kind of stuff as well. So, But hell, you know, it's all welcome money.
3: It's all it? money, yeah. 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 In and it's, it's been a huge learning curve for the whole team to, to be able to deliver this project. And it's, you know, by the nature of everyone who's on this team very excited to be able to share that knowledge with you know so that more things can happen and we like you know hearing about other projects that are happening and we like to be able to support and and help and offer advice and the learning curves that we've all we've all faced on the way to do that and I think that's you know really important that we share that and we continue to grow and we to continue to support everything else that's happening this is um, there's a you know because a bigger thing you know, ride is not done the Isle of Wight is not finished mm-hmm. you know we need to we need to keep going we need to keep this momentum building yeah so that um you know it's not just a quick
0: things oh, that build on each money. other yeah to stimulate other things as we're yeah, talking about yeah. inspired by yeah.
3: by what's happening here to grow you know the town hall is a perfect example of 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 a next step forward uh-huh. but um there are there are plenty of other uh Projects as well that need supporting in the same in the same way, and hopefully, we can collaborate and work with lots of people to be able to share that practice. and Share, our, you know, if if we've helped however many thousands of pounds worth of arts yeah. council funding that has come to the islands because of how you know applications that we've supported in writing and and and, and uh, different arts organisations right across the island that we've helped in diff- a whole different you know from story festivals to. Um To carnival events, to theater performances, to costume making, all sorts of different
2: things festivals we 've
3: helped yeah. all of those different organizations because we feel it's really, really important to be able to share that practice and to be able to kind of improve the whole of the art scene on the island and and we are we're very aware that we are just one small part of a much bigger picture of of what can happen here and um you know to, yeah it's it's a very exciting but
0: there's lots more work to do. So what are, what haven't I asked you about that I should have asked you about? Yeah, uh, we've just
1: come back from Belfast, so from uh, Belfast. working with the beat and, and doing workshops there in the Shankill area. Uh, we're working very closely with um, Urban Wilderness in, in Stoke and what all that work oh, that right. they're doing. And so they just came down this week and we've just given them a lot of of costume and, and right. um, stuff to help them. And then we're going to go up and do some some work with their artists and develop um, their work as well. So that's that's really important. And then we were talking with them about their bringing a coachload of, of their community down to join in one of the carnivals. And that's what interests us, really. We'll, we'll be dressed just as going, pigs yeah. again going yeah, to their, yeah.
2: their, their <laughs> event. The long-tongued pig is uh, something that's, just, well, was restarted last year. Or was it the first occasion? I can't remember. But anyway, it was a story about a pig been traipsed through the centre of town as a bet and it succeeded so this long term pig has become a feature of their uh, their new parade but well, they've course, never had a parade have they they've they've never, had, never had, a had a
1: carnival and so they tried it this year and it was really successful so it's just really keeping that momentum going so yeah we've given them a lot of stuff and like i said offered our help and sure. and it was great so if, yeah, and then they've been to the island now, so we've already started that relationship. Mm. So for us, it's really much. You mm. know, if we're going to go there, we want them to come back here. And uh, they came and stayed and was you know shouting about how fantastic Sandown was or because it is. Uh-huh. But of um, course, yeah, when we when yeah. we stay
2: when we settled, we'll be developing another. I mean, obviously, there's been a great commitment to stay as long as possible on the island and work here. Mm-hmm. But the call will come for other jobs throughout the country mm-hmm. at some point. And we are keen to develop our international touring potential again. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, onwards and upwards really.
1: Yeah, we used to do a lot of international work, but it's become more and more difficult since Brexit. Right, with getting so, passes yeah. and getting the Well, just, level. yeah, just actually, you know, finding, um, the people that are employers because of all the taxes and everything so wow. uh yeah so we're just finding our way through that yeah. so we've been going over there and we have been doing you know bits and pieces and everything but yeah we you know we used to take you know 40 performers over and perform and we were one of the uk acts well the only uk acts that ever used to perform at these nice carnival so we've just got to find a way that we can do that again Mm. Um, but our priority is the island really we still work on the mainland but we just made it our priority about five years ago will you continue being involved with the running the building here
0: i mean i know you're going to be have some space on the top floor
1: um yes we will be shade makers have signed the lease so we're responsible for the next 40 years i won't be around (laughs) um so um yeah we will but we're just now so at the organization we we're doing a lot of development um within the organization to look at how we do that, so we're actually working on that now and looking at the staffing, and now we're going to do things, and the understand you know we understand that we've got to be flexible and that we've just got to slot in where we can because you know we're just really affording the staff yeah um, but I think it's looking promising isn't it that we're going to get some you know we should uh, have some great opportunities for some um for some uh, staff roles. So that, that'd that be great. And, well, and just find people they're who want to work here. Which and they're also lovely, creative.
3: Yeah. So, yeah. you know, like we talked about earlier about the, being able to earn a living doing this. But also there are, you know, we understand that in that balance of being able to earn a living whilst you're doing it, there are some kind of art many based roles that allows you to do both things. Oh. You know, to be able to have people who work in our cafe who also love to create things is I think far you know would be far better for this whole entire building than just you know if we've got an accountant Dance, who also loves key, pottery yeah. then <laughs> that's far more exciting than you know because that's our whole ethos is about this space has got to be full of creatives and so that should be at all levels mm. we've got a cleaner who also dances mm-hmm. which is quite likely yeah. <laughs> um, and I want the person we,
1: with the cafe actually well we advertise a chef, who's, well, also, a
2: chef that, yeah. who's also a gardener yeah. because on the you know, there's going to be a terrace out here. So there's a potential we've spoken with uh, Art Ecology uh, to do planters,
1: oh, nice. and so there'll be herbs and so uh, yeah, to I, look you know. at the diverse urban mm. wilderness really and see what mm. happens out there.
2: So anything that grows there, will eat it. Right? Yeah,
1: but I and also I keep <laughs> going on plant. about wanting the new Otterlanger to be in our cafe. So that's what I want as uh-huh. we advertise. But oh, we just think it's really important because to be an artist really or to be a creative it's a lifestyle it's not just a job and that's what we all do so it's just it, yeah i think um i think that feeling the building has which is a, a is a very comfortable building but it does have an energy and the people in it i think pick up on that mm-hmm. and it's just continuing that and i love coming to work you know i, I know i'm really excited to see what's going to happen with those plans and what's going to happen in the building, but it is—it's fascinating because it's yeah we will be based in here and it's going to be hard actually. It's going to be hard for us to go out. I think that's one of the things we're going to mm. find difficult is to go and do our normal job right. outside of not wanting to be in the building mm. and seeing everything that's um, happening and not doing an eight o'clock Pilates class <laughs> followed by uh, watching you know all the rehearsing in the theatre space or uh-huh. whatever's happening. So yeah, so it'd be interesting. So we're we're all developing with it really. It's yeah. um it, you know, and it and it, it seems to be well, it's certainly enjoyable and we're all learning from it. So um yeah, it's it's an exciting
2: Well hopefully the people years. who people who use it will have that same feeling of, mm. of wanting mm.
0: to belong. Great point yeah. to end. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.